Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our ministry headquarters are here in Fort Lauderdale. Jennifer LeClaire Ministries Awakening House of Prayer. We have church down here. Many of you don't know we're in South Florida, and we've got a thriving church, two services, Sundays, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. If you're not in the region, you can watch our first service at ahop.online. You can actually become a web church member, tap into all of our archives, get pastoral support, and even join me for a life group most Tuesdays. We're entering into a study on the life of David pretty soon. God is good. I'm the founder of the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, which is an offshoot or an outreach of Awakening House of Prayer. We've got over 170 Awakening Prayer Hub leaders in the nations of the earth as of the time of this recording. And I'm believing by this time next year, we'll have well over a thousand. Why? Because God is breathing on the prayer movement really hard. The winds of God, the winds of the Holy Spirit are blowing on the prayer movement. So consider if you are uh, one who loves prayer, consider letting me, giving me the privilege of raising you up as an intercessory prayer leader. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com, join the movement. If you're looking for prophetic family, join the Ignite Network, IgniteNow.org. I love what I see going on at Ignite with the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the family, the tribe, the company that we're building and have been for the past almost four years now. Next month will be the four-year anniversary of the Ignite Network. Get ignited, IgniteNow.org. Amen. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, Don't Fret Over Evildoers. Don't fret over evildoers. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Fret not yourself because of evildoers, because of those who prosper in their way. Their prosperity that is built with deceptive practices and their prosperity that is built with envious motives and their prosperity that is built with spite and competition in their heart will not last, says the Spirit of God. 
So pray for those who try to trip you up and pray for those who have become stumbling blocks in your life because I myself love them with a passionate love, but I hate what they're doing. You must love the person as I do, but hate the sin, says the spirit of the living God. John 14, 23, Psalm 37, 7 through 8, 1 Peter 4, 8 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree, I'm so excited. Father, help me not get so upset and angry when I see bad people reap good rewards at my expense. Create in me a clean heart that's willing to pray for them. I decree every person with wrong motives against me is found out and expelled. I declare my discernment about evildoers is accurate in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we're so excited this morning because we know the enemy is trying to resist us. But we also know that the enemy cannot resist us. Hallelujah. The enemy cannot hold back our breakthrough forever. Praise God. The enemy may have a plan and a purpose to steal, kill, and destroy. But you came to give us life and abundance to the full until it overflows. So we praise you this morning, God, for the life of overflow. Oh, we praise you this morning, God, for what you're doing in our midst, Jesus. You're working all things out together for good because we love you and we obey you and we walk with you and we talk with you. You've got a plan. You've got a way. And we thank you, God, that you've not left us to fight this fight alone. You've not left us to fight the good fight of faith alone. You've not left us. You've not forsaken us. But you have promised to be with us even to the end of the age and even beyond into eternity. You are with us. You are for us. You are with us. You are in us. You are with us. You are all around us. You are omnipresent. We thank you, God. We have hearts full of gratitude today for your plans and purposes for this day because they're good. They're great. They're awesome. They are jaw-dropping. Your plans for our lives in this day, they're divinely orchestrated. They're divinely arranged. They're divinely structured. Lord, help us today to step into your plan. Whatever the enemy has planned, I bind it in the name of Jesus. Oh, whatever dark forces have orchestrated against us, I break it in Jesus' name. I take authority over every wicked plot and scheme of the enemy, and I say you are abolished and demolished in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have a perfect plan for our day. Your will is good. Your will is acceptable. Your will is perfect. Oh, Jesus, you're a good, good God with a good, good will, and you are for us, not against us, if I could just get some of you to understand that today, that he is for you. He's not against you unless you're walking in pride. He is for you. He's not against you unless you're practicing sin and you won't repent. And he's still not against you, but he's against the sin. And he may be resisting you because you're out of his will, but that's so easy to fix. It's called repentance. So we thank you, God, that you've got a way, you've got a plan, you've got a way, you've got got an escape, you've got a way, you've got a way, you've got a way, 
you are the way, whatever it is we've done, whatever it is we're dealing with, whatever's come up against us, you are the way, you are the truth that sets us free, you are the light that infuses us day by day, our inner man strengthened day by day, moving from faith to faith day by day, strength to strength day by day, glory to glory day by day, wisdom to wisdom day by day, breakthrough to breakthrough day by day, oh Jesus, we thank you that you came so we can walk in a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle, you said these words, these these signs follow those who believe, in my name they'll cast out demons, oh Jesus, and speak in tongues, hallelujah, if they step on serpents and scorpions, nothing deadly shall harm them, we thank you, nothing deadly shall harm us, whatever we eat, whatever we drink, whatever plot of the enemy to bring poison into our life, it shall not harm us, Jesus. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. What the enemy meant for harm, God will turn it for good. Think about that. The poison that the enemy has introduced into your relationships to turn somebody against you. God will work it for good. God will turn it around. Your job is to stand on the promise of God, to keep standing on the breakthrough. Shabbat, Shabbat. You know, did you understand? Listen to me, please. You can stand on a breakthrough you haven't seen yet. Some of you, some of us, now or in the past, we're chasing breakthrough instead of chasing the God of the breakthrough because we're actually standing on the breakthrough when we stand on the word. Do you get it? We're standing. You want to walk in breakthrough? Walk in the word. You might not see the breakthrough that you are praying for manifesting around you just yet. But if you'll keep standing in the word, then you will soon be standing in the manifestation of the breakthrough. You understand the words coming out of my mouth. It's a process. It's a wrestling match. Paul said we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle. The wrestling match is not really with people, but there is truly a wrestling match. With who? Principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, rulers of the darkness. We are wrestling. But we will not move off the breakthrough. We have staked a claim, come on. Somebody right now, prophetically, you need to stake a claim to your breakthrough and not move from that place. You are immovable because God is immovable. You are unshakable because God is unshakable. And when you are in Christ and you sit there resting in him, when you are in Christ and you stand on his word, you are standing in breakthrough. When you walk in his word, you are walking in breakthrough. When you confess his word, you are bringing your breakthrough a little bit closer. Because the words of your mouth, they are spirit and they are life. Just like the words of Jesus' mouth were spirit and they are life. Well, sometimes your words are spirit and death because you're confessing negativity over your life. But when you can, when the Holy Spirit inspires you to confess a scripture, to prophesy life, to prophesy declarations, decrees, when he inspires you to speak words, those words are spirit and they are life. And they erode the enemy's plans. Do you understand me? They chip away at the opposition. 
Every time you speak the word out of your mouth, you are speaking breakthrough that breaks up the enemy's plans. I said every time you speak the word of God out of your mouth, it is it is breaking down the enemy's resistance to your breakthrough. Did you know that on the other side of that wall of resistance that the enemy has erected around you lies your breakthrough? He's built a wall. I can see it. I can see it around something. He's built a brick wall, brick by brick, brick by brick. Listen, I see a vision. The enemy has built a brick wall around your breakthrough. He's some of you. He is, he is, he is guarding that breakthrough behind the wall. He's made up a wall and put up a hedge around your breakthrough with your words. Now that's scary. We are supposed to make a wall, build a hedge to protect our breakthrough. We're supposed to stand in the gap. And with our prayers, we're supposed to build a wall around our breakthrough, to safeguard our breakthrough, the things that God has given us, our marriage, our family, our finances, our health. We are supposed to build a wall around our lives that keeps the enemy out. Well, I see this so clearly, brick by brick, for some of you, the enemy has used your words as bricks and mortar to block you out of your breakthrough. Faithless words. Come on now, I'm praying teaching you. Words of doubt. There's a brick. Words of fear. There's a brick. Words of worry. There's some order. And your words, some of you, have blocked you out or walled you out of the breakthrough that Jesus died to give you. Well, everybody in my family always dies at 50. There's a brick. Well, everybody in my family has always been in poverty. There's a brick. Well, I don't know why I never get ahead. There's a brick. I don't know why, but my marriage seems to be doomed to failure. We fight all the time. There's a brick. And brick by brick, I saw a vision. The enemy is building a wall around your breakthrough with the words of your mouth. Now, here's the good news. You can repent. You can choose to say words that dismantle, that disassemble, that demolish and destroy the wall the enemy has built, the brick wall the enemy has built around your breakthrough. And you can go in, listen, and you can recover all. You can go in and you can recover. You can still get it. It's not too late. Your breakthrough is right there. But you've got to go get it. You know how you disassemble? With the words of your mouth, the same way you assemble. So, Father, forgive us today if we are among those who have allowed the enemy access to our lives through the words of our mouth. If we have allowed the enemy to block the blessing that you have poured out, to intercept it, to interfere with it, to delay it. Come on, I know so many of you know all about delay. You've seen delay, 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 delay. How about instead of complaining about the delay, you command a breakthrough? How about instead of telling everybody about a spirit of delay, you talk about the spirit of the breaker, Jesus, who has gone before you to lead the way? Father, we ask you to forgive us, to help us get our mouths in line, all of us. We all do this. Come on. If any man is perfect, then you pray for me. We all do this sometimes when the pressure comes. 
We've waited so long for something, and we wonder if it's ever coming. It seems like there's one thing after another, then there's this, then there's that. It takes forever to get anything done. It just seems as if even, ah. And that is when we begin to say the wrong thing, and we give the enemy more bricks. And it seems like our breakthrough is further away and further away and further away. And there's delay, delay. So, Father, forgive us for the words of our mouth that have kept us out of your best. Forgive us for the words of our mouth when we complain, when we lose faith, when we blow our temper, when we think even things that we shouldn't be thinking because those thoughts lead to words. Would you help us, God? Your word says no man can tame the tongue, but the Holy Ghost can. Father, build in us a sensitivity to your spirit so that when we are tempted to say the wrong thing, we'll bite our tongue. When we are tempted to say the wrong thing, We'll praise you instead. When we're tempted to say the wrong thing, we'll intentionally say the right thing. Help us, Lord, to disassemble. To disassemble the demonic brick walls that the enemy has built around our breakthrough. To shut out access. To keep us out of your best for our lives. Lord, we see the strategy. I saw a vision. The enemy was building a brick wall. Brick walls around your breakthroughs, guarding it. Guarding it, heavily guarded. Some of your breakthroughs are so heavily guarded by the enemy. From now on, God, remind us, help us. You put us, put us in remembrance that we can speak forth words of life so that we can see angels surrounding our breakthrough, guarding our breakthrough from the enemy. Even the breakthrough we haven't seen yet. Come on now, let's flip the script. Come on now, let's flip the script. Come on now, let's flip the script. What if instead of demons building walls around our breakthrough to keep us out, what if we confess God's word? What if we prophesied life? What if we made decrees and declarations that caused angels, ministering spirits, those sent to minister to the heirs of salvation? What if? What if we use the power of life in our tongue to keep on speaking the word of God, to keep speaking the word of breakthrough, because the word of God is the word of breakthrough? What if we kept sending out the word of God? The Bible says in Psalm 103, verse 20, that angels hearken to the voice of his word to execute God's will. What if every time we felt like giving up, we released breakthrough out of our mouth. I'll tell you the truth. That would be a demonstration of the fear of the Lord. Speaking the word of God, contrary, despite contrary circumstances. Standing in Christ, standing on the word, standing on breakthrough, despite what it looks like. That demonstrates trust and a faith and a fear of the Lord. And the Bible says in Psalm 91, that his angels encamp around those who fear him. So what if, instead of giving the enemy bricks and mortar, we gave the angels words to work with, and they began to surround the breakthroughs and protect them from enemy interference. The breakthroughs that God has stored up. Do you know that God has a breakthrough stored up for you tomorrow and the next day? That every day is supposed to be a day of breakthrough, encounters with him, feeling the love of God, having an intimate relationship with him.
having strong relationship with people, seeing the favor of God on your life continually, that is your portion. That doesn't mean there's no trials. That doesn't mean there's no suffering. That just means in the trial, you still have an intimate relationship with the Lord. You still feel his presence. You still hear his voice. You know he's with you. We're always going to have hard times, but that doesn't mean the enemy has to get an upper hand in the hard time. Come on, I'm pray teaching you today. So, Father, we thank you for setting our mouths aright today. We thank you, and now we say we disassemble these bricks, these brick walls surrounding our breakthrough. We release the word of breakthrough from our mouths even now. We decree that no weapon formed against our breakthrough shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against us, we shall condemn, we shall show it to be wrong, we shall put it under our feet. I decree, I decree that we are healed in our bodies. I decree that we are peaceful in our minds. I decree that everything we put our hand to prospers because God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I decree that we are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath that we lend to many nations and never have to borrow. I decree that we walk in the gifts of the spirit and the love of God. I decree that we prophesy accurately over our lives and the lives of others. I decree that our bodies are healed, our bodies are strong, Our bodies are growing stronger every day. I decree we weigh what we ought to weigh, that we eat what we ought to eat, we think what we ought to think. I decree our relationships are prospering. I decree our our, our careers are advancing. Come on. I don't care what it looks like. I mean, I care because I care about you, but it doesn't matter what it looks like. We're not going to look anymore with our natural eyes, but we're going to look with spiritual eyes. We're not going to look anymore with natural eyes, but we're going to look at spirit with spiritual eyes. We're going to look with, through, through the lens of God, through the perspective of the Holy One of Israel. We are going to look from His purview. We are going to stop looking from a downward place and start looking from, from the throne room down. Father, forgive us for looking with eyes from this world when we should be looking through the eyes of heaven. And I just feel so strong today that so many of you got such a massive key to breakthrough, and we're not even done yet. I want to show you some more things. God showed me this morning lots of things that are just that are, that are that are hindering our breakthrough. And if we can discern it, look, I walk in breakthrough most of the time, but I have setbacks and bad days just like everybody else. But if we can discern what is getting in the way of the breakthrough, that is the first step to overcoming it. If we can't discern it, if we can't see it, how are we going to deal with it? We just saw one major thing, but I'm not done. We just saw one major thing. It's these words that we're speaking. The enemy is using our negative words as bricks and mortar to, 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 to wall in our breakthrough, but there's more. There's more, and if you can handle it today, we'll go deeper. Who can handle it? Because these things, these truths require us to do something different, to change. Because if we were doing everything right, we would have everything right. Although there's trials and suffering and God works to conform us into his image, we would, we would at least have peace. We would at least have joy. The devil can't take those things. 
and I've got more. I want to share more. So I want you to do this. I'm going to grab a sip of water. You grab a sip of water, grab a sip of coffee, and I want you to share this with somebody. If you're just coming in to the broadcast, share this on your timeline, share it with your friends. This could save somebody's spiritual life for the next year or two. This could cause somebody to be able to, to grab hold of things that have eluded them for decades. This could save somebody's marriage. Hear me. God loves us so much, and he wants us to discern the enemy's strategies against our breakthrough. And I saw something today. Listen, I saw something today in scripture that I've read so many times, and you've probably read it so many times too. But it was an aha moment. Because these three things that I'm about to share with you, these three chokers are hindering some of your breakthroughs. And if they're not now, maybe they did in the past. And if they didn't in the past, maybe they will in the future. These are clear enemy strategies besides the vision. I had a vision. I, I had a vision, but now I'm talking about the word of God directly. And if you'll humble yourselves the way I did when I read this, and if you'll pray in agreement with me, like I'm setting out to do for you, you'll get set free of some of these things. And we'll have a collective breakthrough, a corporate breakthrough. That's what this broadcast is all about. Going places in the spirit together. It's why unity is so important. I was reading today in Luke 8. And you know the scripture. Don't despise it. Don't get too familiar with it. Don't say, oh yes, I've read that before. That kind of familiarity with the word of God is not the right kind of familiarity. When we think we know everything about the word. And we know it's a familiar scripture. We, oh, we gloss over it. But the Lord has given me this unique grace in this season to read things that I've read a hundred or more times and to see something new in it. He's given me this grace of revelation to pull out truths that have been there all along that seem so simple and yet they're absolutely profound. And this the truth right here will set you free. Luke 8. In Luke 8, as well as in other gospels, Jesus tells the parable of the sower. And people didn't understand what he was talking about. So his disciples would ask him oftentimes behind the scenes, what are you talking about? What does this mean? And I'm just going to read one verse because this is where I want to focus and this is where I want to pray. Luke 8, 14. Jesus explained, listen, that the seeds that fell among thorns represent those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. In order for you to get a breakthrough, I wish you'd hear me. In order for you to get a breakthrough, you've got to let the word of God flourish in your spirit and in your mind. In order to get a breakthrough, that the word of God must renew your mind. You can only go so far without thinking in a different way. Many, listen to me, many of your breakthroughs will come through a way, a change in the way that you think. I can't tell you how many breakthroughs I've had just in time management, uh, in, in relationships, just by seeing something a different way, thinking about something in a different way, considering somebody else's perspective, and all of a sudden, where there was strife, there's peace. All of a sudden, where there was massive amounts of wasted time, I found a way to do something in five minutes that took me an hour because I've changed the way that I thought. Because the word of God entered my heart. And the Bible says the entrance of his word brings light. 
But the Bible says that the seed, if it's choked by worries, riches, and pleasures, the seed, the word, does not mature. If the seed, if the word does not mature, you can't have breakthrough in that area, except by a sovereign miracle of God, and he's so good, sometimes he does that. And sometimes other people pray you through to breakthrough, but there comes a time when you have to be able to stand on the word for yourself. And here's these three strategies, three more, there's many, against your breakthrough, worries. Worries choke your breakthrough. Listen to me, my friends, listen to me. You cannot walk in breakthrough and walk in worry at the same time, it won't work. You can't do both. So when you're walking in worry, you are delaying your own breakthrough. As a matter of fact, that worry becomes like another brick the enemy uses to build a wall around your breakthrough. You can't, so when you find yourself worrying, beloved, come on, I'm pray teaching you today. When you find yourself worrying, you've got to cast those cares on the Lord because he cares for you. That's what the word says to do. Cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. That's what we're supposed to do. He gives us a remedy for worry. He gives us a strategy when the enemy brings worry. God is so good. He already has a way out of the trap of worry. It's called cast the care, cast the worry on him. Pray and give thanks to God and let him know what you need and then let it go. That is how good God is. Riches, or let me put it this way, being eager for riches will choke your breakthrough, especially your financial breakthrough. Do you know how many people have built fortunes only to lose them because they built it the wrong way? Do you know how many people have been very well off financially, but they didn't build it on the foundation of Christ? They were greedy. They wanted more than their fair share. They wanted more than enough, not so they could help anybody else, not so they could advance the gospel, but just to pile it up. That chokes the word. The wrong attitude toward money chokes the word out of your life. And then when the real trials come and money can't get you out of the trial, you're really in trouble because you're so dependent on mammon, so dependent on money that you don't even have a root of the word in you in certain areas because you've already, you always bought your way out of trouble. A wrong attitude toward money can block your blessings, not just your financial blessings, but all kinds of blessings. The Amplified says, as for the wheat that fell upon thorns, these are the people who hear, but as they go on their way, are choked and suffocated with the anxieties and cares and riches, and look at this, pleasures of life. If you allow the pleasures of life, if you're chasing the pleasures of life more than you're chasing God, you're chasing the wrong pleasure because in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand is pleasure forevermore. If being with God is not the most pleasurable thing in your life, your life is not aligned properly. If you enjoy football more than you spend, more than you enjoy your time with God, your life is out of whack and the enemy is going to come take advantage if you enjoy your children more than your relationship with God, come on, this is a bold statement, then your relationship with God is out of whack. The Bible says, you shall have no other gods before me. That means no other idols. That means that he, Jesus Christ, is the most important person in your life, more important than your wife, your husband, more important than your children, more important than your job, more important than anything. That is the primary relationship in your life. It has to be, it must be. If it's not, you will, be, you will be taken astray by other things, and that delays your breakthrough. God wants to be first, and he deserves to be first. 
Many people don't like what I'm saying right now. Matthew 6, Jesus said it, I didn't. He said, seek first the kingdom. He didn't say, seek first a spouse. He didn't say, seek first a baby. He didn't say, seek first a job. If you are invested more in other things than you are in the kingdom of God, then that will delay your breakthrough. God can't trust you with his best when you're not giving him your best. When you're distracted by all these other things, when you are allowing worries and cares and financial gain to choke out your time with God, if you don't trust him, he can't trust you with everything he wants to give you until you grow up, but you can't grow up because the Bible says right here, seeds that fell upon thorns represent those who hear the message. They heard the message. They heard the message. They heard the message, but all too quickly, the message is choked out. The message of life, the message of breakthrough is choked out by cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow to maturity. God's biggest breakthroughs are reserved for those who are the most Christ-like. God's biggest breakthroughs, the, 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 the riches, the blessings, the, the, the best of what God has is reserved for those who he can trust. Those who are mature. Not those who are babies. Always worried. Always chasing money always chasing pleasure. So Father, today, help us to get our priorities straight so that the enemy cannot come in and block our breakthrough. These are enemy strategies. We allow God, sometimes we allow the enemy access through these things, worries, chasing riches, chasing pleasures, and we miss out on your blessings and we miss out on your breakthroughs and we don't want to miss out on one more thing ever again. We want everything Jesus died to give us. So help us to fight these things like they're demons because these worries are inspired by demons. These inordinate pleasures, these these things we go after that we we pursue them greater than than God. These things are are not inspired by, by you. They're inspired by our flesh. So help us to crucify our flesh and resist the devil, submit to you fully, So the enemy of our breakthrough will flee and we can step into the promises and walk in your word and glorify your name through a life, the life that we live in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Come on. Isn't God good? Somebody say amen. God is good. You have to understand these things. There's so many strategies against your breakthrough. You've got to discern them. You've got to discern them. I'm teaching just a whole long series on discerning. And one of the classes in the discernment series is regard to discerning the spirits attacking you. Some of you need to go and get in on this series, Developing Spiritual Discernment. It is at schoolofthespirit.tv. God is good. Guys, uh, on jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com, there are just tons of webinars and opportunities and most of that stuff there is absolutely free. Some of there's a few events that are paid. Go to jenniferleclair.org slash events. God bless you. Have a great day. I'll see you later on. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, Sears ministry writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv 
today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.